Hey, and welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 14, I believe. I'm here with Cody, Richie, and Luke, and I'm Graham. And I'm sure anybody who knows anything about, you know, big off-road uh, knows that King of Hammers is going on. And so we figured we'd Praise do a light Jesus, the holy week is here. Mm. We figured we'd do a light, a light-hearted podcast, just talking about the stuff we've seen so far and our thoughts on it, and just general commentary on what's going on down there. So now, right off the bat, who here would actually run a vehicle? Not not necessarily their own, but who would run a vehicle in this race? Because I don't know if I fucking would. Oh yeah, it's, fucking gonna send her, bud. You only live one time. If someone gave me the keys to one, to a uh, racer, they wouldn't get the keys back. Let's just put it that way. Dude, I don't know. These things are, they're fucking doing like a hundred through whoops the size of like to your waist. That's nuts. Yeah, man. Yeah, oh, but, I mean, that's the, where the, the vehicles big money are is. built for it. True. I guess you're right. I guess there's a difference between a $500 shitbox to a $60,000, $80,000 buggy, you know? Yeah, a couple of zeros at minimum. (laughs) And things like purpose built to just absolutely demolish in the in the whoops and in the rocks. It's just absolutely insane. Every single one of them is so cool. So here's a dumb question for you. I was thinking about this wheeling something like a 4800 car in our trails. I feel like that would almost be too much. Like, I feel like I would want to have less horsepower than they're running around with to make it so it hurts less when I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine yeah. dodging trees in a 900 horsepower truck. That'd be in, that'd be terrifying. I'd rather to go to the desert than do that around here. That's that's <laughs> fucked. Yeah, man. Like I, I, I think you'd be dodging more than wheeling. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh, God. But even then, it's like, these rigs are fucking nuts compared to the shit that we play around with. Yeah, that is no joke. A lot of a lot of people running trailing arm setups. Are they, like, sturdier than, like, your average, like, uh, suspension it's over axle? It's a tuning thing. It's a oh. tuning thing. You get your coil over, one shock to tune, and then you get another shock to deal with the finite rebound and dampening stuff and yeah so also on buggy chassis if i remember correctly it allows you to shorten the chassis up because instead of having to have your link mount on the rear axle the rear axle can be behind the rear of the buggy oh that kind of makes sense so you could mount your spare tire effectively right over the rear axle and have all the remain or all of the body weight stop right over the top of that axle yeah, well, you see that in the bomber chassis, right? Yeah. I think a couple That's of cool. guys do it, too. Yeah. yeah. Our... I, I just love watching how all four corners just soak up all the bumps with the suspension. You know what's super surprising? That brings up my kind of thought point here. Is there's a few buggies running ORIs. Yep. Like, yeah, but... I mean, do do they have coolers on them or something? How do they stop like fading? Um, if I had to venture a guess, they're running the remote reservoir options, for sure. At least that would be my theory. Otherwise, I can't see your standard like 
ORI holding up all that well from everyone that I've talked to that's ran them says that they fade out after a little while. You can still highway drive them just fine, but I'm not sure if I would want that while I'm racing KOH. I yeah, personally I mean, would rather have the coilover. Oh, absolutely. The, it'd be... Who's going to run ORIs? We really have no input on ORIs until somebody runs them. Cody, I hey. nominate you. I just gotta. Get I was just cash gonna say flow. that. I mean, this new credit card, I could just swipe and just have them in the <laughs> hey, mail man. a few weeks later. I, I heard don't know. a. I heard a rumor that there's a bunch of apes riding GME to the moon. Oh yeah! Um, if only I bought it back when it was three dollars, not three hundred and ninety-eight or something that it is now, which is. Ah, uh, dude, insane. don't worry about it. They tanked it all the way down to ninety. So. Wow. Oh yeah, because what was it? Robinhood was allowing sales but not um, buying, or you were allowed to sell but you couldn't yeah, buy or something, something of the sort. like that. Well, that and the internet hype sort of died on it. I mean, uh, the hype began because a guy bought into it like a year ago, and everybody thought he was a fucking retard. And he, he's <laughs> going to make a shitload of money off of it. Can we say that word? Is that word? Is that... Well, we just did. So if we can <laughs> edit it out, we can. But... <laughs> no, it's not very politically correct man. of you, man. I am now triggered. But... Listen, anybody who buys that much Game. worth of... He, he bought three quarters of a million worth of a dying company stock. How do you have the foresight... You can't have the foresight. You have to be retarded to buy no, that much honest, stock on a diet. Honestly, you're company. right. Especially for the fact of that, like, not how it has to be at least 95% of most gaming is now done online. So if you really think of it in like a real world concept, GameStop is pretty inept. Like, it, I'm no sorry. I'm going to play the autistic card because that's the only <laughs> way to bypass retard and still hit the mark <laughs> like that. I mean, he made some fucking serious bank off of that. Even right now, he's still fucking rolling in it with it being at 90 bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. It, it makes me think there was almost, like, some sort of inside deal going on, you know? Well, it Maybe. wasn't even so much the inside deal, but there's been a lot of uh, stuff that's been changing. And at GameStop, I think they brought on a bunch of tech people who have good track records um so he was hyping it up for that and then there was some short report or something that came out that said the stock was shorted like 140 percent so that's yep. when the hype train took off it's going to be interesting to see what happens now that there's a bunch of people that have bought into it and are holding it um if there is such a markup on the shorts what if it's really just Biden is into seriously into gaming and was like, put his little magic sauce onto it? Was like video games. Made <laughs> the stock go up. Exactly <laughs> oh uh, speaking of which, oh, that is a cool little fucking rig. Yeah, that's Von Gittens rig. Actually, that's the new Bronco, a body that they put onto it. Oh, yeah, that I fucking sick. dig that. Yep, it's it's funny because the people listening have no correlation to actually what's going on. So pretty much right now we're watching oh, the qualifying. For, for our the... listeners, it's a box, but a pretty box. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching the qualifying of the 4400 series and um, Von Gittin's new fiberglass body just came up on the screen and he's running that thing hot right now. 
and it looks good too the green and the blue with the black that's a saucy little combo i like that i like the color scheme honestly the body i think is dorky there's not enough not enough tube showing yeah but right if you if you were getting the cash flow from ford trying yeah, to show true. up the new bronco you, you yeah. <laughs> it's hard that's, to complain it's not bad looking don't get me wrong like it it definitely portrays a the look of a not a Cherokee, no, it's of a sorting. Bronco that's bobbed and dovetailed. Like <laughs> it's a Cherokee, pretty much. <laughs> you know, but, on that note, though, I'd love to do like an early Bronco style buggy, but no, it would have Bronco. to be no. fuck Broncos. Why? Hang on, hang on, hold up. It would have to be the only parts that are Bronco are like crumpled bits of fender and hood with the okay. front grill cut down i might put a ford engine in it and all that but you know otherwise it would be entirely tube chassis broncos are really cool but the first gen bronco that we have to move in and out of jacob's shop literally causes me nothing but pain so I don't like Broncos for that reason. <laughs> yeah, but what? Why does it cause you nothing but so, pain? The clutch sucks. It's three on the tree, which is fine. Three on the tree is cool as fuck, but the clutch is just absolutely trashed. It's got a like the worst six cylinder I think ever made. You've got to rev that thing to the fucking moon to get it to move. And on top of all that, half the time it doesn't start because it's a shitty carburetor and. Uh, it's Ryan is upset right now. I I physically no, no, no. can it's feel not... Ryan hurting from you talking shit. <laughs> I was just gonna say the same no, thing. The later ones are probably better, but this one in particular just absolutely sours me on Broncos. I love the body style. I love just the general look. And if you were to cut one up and you know dovetail it, do some cool stuff to it, I'm sure they'd be awesome. But this one. I hate it, so it's just. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) Don't be surprised if the next time we go wheeling with Ryan, he just comes up and fucking socks. (laughs) All right, don't don't be surprised, dude. He's been flexing that big taser of his ever since like 2019. We were talking about getting tased up at Badlands. Maybe he'll just give you a little zap, you know? Just (laughs) no big deal. I've stuck my wall out before a couple times too. So I'm, but, I'm... <laughs> I give Ford a lot of credit for kind of almost stealing Jeep's idea of keeping a known, perfectly like decent vehicle and just making it current, but also badass in the same concept. Well, like, they did that with the Mustang too, and like, oh, oh, hang on, they hold made it the into fuck an SUV. up. Hold the I fuck mean... up. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about if you compare a 2004 (laughs) and a 2000 and I think it was six Mustang, two totally different vehicles. I remember when they first did that, I thought that was cool as shit. But I get, but they've had, they've been congruent. They've been congruent, but going from something that looks like a cheese wedge to something that almost resembles the older just kind of like what Dodge did, bringing back the Challenger. They did throw it back with new modern styling. It's not the same vehicle whatsoever, but it's cool and it's different compared to what it was. Yes, yeah. I, I totally agree I with agree. that. But I give them the props because 
sorry um <laughs> uh, guy just overran up. a berm yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> so i thought he was going rolling over so i give them props that they decided to go the enthusiast route kind of like when dodge did it with their hellcat they want they wanted a driver to be driving this vehicle but then there's also the everyday person who gets to hop in a Bronco and never go off-roading, but has the same capabilities. So I give them a lot of props that they really are pushing that where it's... Yeah, it's and they've been pushing that with, like, the Raptors, too. I think those have been a very cool product for what they are. They're not something where, like, you or I would be all that interested in it. But if you've got, you know, a couple of grand to spare and you want to have something to go whip around the desert... That thing would be fun as hell. True. I mean, that's that's but, very true. But kind of a little devil's advocate here. I've been hearing more and more stories about how different manufacturers that produce more, quote-unquote, fun daily drivers are voiding warranties for people doing shit that the vehicle was advertised for. Yeah, well, that always happens. Yeah. I mean, you also have you have you don't, you don't uh, buy a fun vehicle for the warranty. I'm just gonna then, say that right now. When Ford did their <laughs> yeah, fo- the Focus RS, they literally were having to come back with warranties because people weren't driving them hard enough. So it's kind of this weird line that you have to play. Like the d- rear differentials really had a, a problem where if you weren't, no, was the transmission? No, the rear diffs were overheating. The heads were having problems because they were clogging up because I believe it's direct injection. It's not through the intake, so it was causing a lot of carbon buildup on the valves. It, it was because people literally were just not driving the car hard enough. So I guess you got to play that <laughs> like line. Italian tune-up. So take yeah. it, take it <laughs> just drive the piss out of it, and then give it back. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Um, Solved the problems. Well, it's like I, I, I know, I know a big thing that happened like a week or two ago was a lady in a Gladiator, I think it was, had her warranty voided because there was mud on the undercarriage. That Hold sounds not, like cat not to a me. lot, not a lot, <sighs> just a little bit. You know, so, I know of all course I'm you don't get say... the full story, but it's like, what the fuck? If it was a um. Uh, lease. If it was a lease, then yeah, I can see that being a thing. But if they own it, I don't know. That sounds like they, there's they, some extra shit. From my understanding it. of the story, she owned it. Huh. Well, then I would be calling up the chain of command all the way up to the uh, corporate offices and getting someone's phone number and Hell making yeah, like, a stink. This shit's got oh, a yeah, trail rated badge, and I can't. <laughs> Can't take she it on the trail. In the of doing all that, but it's 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 just that's like the most recent example. You know, I remember a few stories about different Raptors and shit having the similar situations happen to it. Oh, so. on a side note to that, I don't know if I told you guys, but I bought an electric locker for your truck. <laughs> no, it came in the truck. I didn't know oh. about that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, There's wait, what? Around. I've been having issues with the damn four-wheel drive. Um, I think it's just the sensor on the motor, uh-huh. which, by the way, you have to drop the cross-member and transmission mount off to get at, which is what I was actively God. working on before this, and then I realized that I had to put it back together because there was no way I was doing that in my driveway. 
But side note to that, uh, or going back to what I was saying, yeah, I popped out the four-wheel drive knob and it locked the rear axle, and it is locked solid. It does an excellent burn dog. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know what those guys in KOH are running for lockers. I would imagine it's probably like all Yukon or Detroit, and it's got to be like, I don't know if they're oh, air lockers. That's I, a good question. Question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, what would be the most like useful application? Probably an air was, or electric, right? If it was me, I would probably go with something like the Yukon Zip because I, or not the. Z- Graham, you're smart. What's the Yukon uh, that acts like a Detroit? Uh, I think it's the Zip Locker. You're right. I would be going for one of them. I just like stupid simple. I put foot down, it'll lock. Well, the, the rear would definitely have to be posy. Or like would that affect school. them in the whoops? Weird, weirdly? In the back, I don't think it would matter. But maybe I in the like front, on a selectable? Well, you gotta think about it. If they're cornering hard like that, it has to be unlocked in the front. There's no way that you're gonna corner that hard and get that good of stability, either A, through the whoops or through corners with a lock front end. I don't think there are rules. I'm sure everybody does it differently. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, they might have just disengaged the front axle. They, mm. You know? Hmm. Atlas is, so just pop the front axle out and it won't lock if there's no torque going to it. I don't know why you'd want to do that, though. I'd feel like you'd want all four wheels, given all the beans with the motors they've got in those things. Well, what if they do mm. a posi front end? So that way it's more, it has a little bit of slip, so that way you can kind of push through it in the corners, but without it actually like... I just like, can't it'll... see them wanting to do uh, that. I would say either it's got to be a really strong auto or an, like a good air locker because... Or even a fucking spool at that point with some of them, what they're what they're putting down for horse ponies. Yeah, if we're talking about like high speed desert desert racing, then yeah, maybe. But for the rock crawling sections, you don't want to posy. Yeah, no I guess way. you're right. I'm just trying to. I, I almost feel as though maybe an electric locker would be more ideal. I'm kind of with Kish on that for the idea of. An airline running underneath the vehicle or running down and having like any form of pinch points, anything like that, that's a liability compared to a wire that, that you can secure better. But I then, yeah, that's, again, that's my train of thought. Electric lockers, it's just magic lightning making your locker lock up, right? If you don't get the magic lightning, yeah. you don't get locker. So why not just hmm. use a mechanical, right? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for having full. If I'm doing 100 miles an hour through a whoop section, I don't want a locker in the front. (laughs) I'm sure it's different for each rig. That's sort of the fun thing about the Ultra 4 cars is they can be so different, right? I I don't know the exact regulations, but I know it's pretty lenient to some extent, especially in the... But see, I... I also feel as though if you're doing 100 miles an hour through the whoops, and you put it in a two-wheel drive to do that, I feel like you wouldn't have an issue of, like, having too many horse ponies for too few drive wheels. No, 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 no. I'm not saying... I'm saying for controllability. Having, like... You're not going to be able to turn as well with the front locker compared to an open diff. Not two-wheel drive to 
four wheel drive. I think it's fine. <laughs> All right, hey. I think it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. So the only Whatever thing I'm gonna say. throw out there is that I don't have an issue at high speed in my shit box with my front locker set up compared to how it was driving the um oh what the fuck was it the welded front axle that was under ducky and huh so graham have you done 93 whoops with your welded front or whatever you have in the front there no no <laughs> i'm sure it would be okay no i don't i don't know if it would actually when you're going that fast and your wheels are locked up it definitely fuck you up. I wouldn't want I, to have. I'm problems. just gonna say that personally, I wouldn't trust any of our current rigs doing 93. I mean, there's whoops. a reason <laughs> the desert racing rigs are two wheel drive. Like that's a thing. True. That's very true. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because like Baja racing. compared to this is totally different. So I guess we should <laughs> all just move out to the desert and get desert racers. I think that'd be a better. <laughs> I don't like the heat. My 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 fat rolls don't like like heat. You know, (laughs) the snow is kind of (laughs) nice. Something something something. Take me home, West Virginia. Something. Oh, we could. I could start singing that. I'll put cue it up right now. (laughs) Deserts in West Virginia. I know that's where I'm trying to go though. At this point. They don't have any like vehicle laws. It's like goddamn wild west out there you can drive a buggy down the road yeah that's refreshing yeah especially in arizona i just want to drive like a goddamn refrigerator down the road <laughs> that's a throwback to an earlier comment from you cody oh yeah <laughs> oh god you know what surprises me that this is in california barely anybody's wearing masks right now hmm I mean, granted, yeah, you're outside. It's probably following in along the lines of whatever they want you to do in California. But you would think that eh, people don't give a shit. They're going then again, we are talking about rednecks from every part of the continental United States going out to the desert to get drunk. If we are being brutally honest about the whole KOH-esque theme. So yeah. they go and party and they are there to party. Mass be damned. <laughs> I guess they were saying that anybody going in has to get COVID tested if you're going into Hammertown. If you don't, like, if you don't go into the Hammertown, then you don't have to get tested. So that's probably maybe why, because they're like, oh, if you're here, you're tested, you're good. If you're here, like, maybe that's what they kind of play around with. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that. And plus, I mean, they're outside in the desert. Oh, don't get me too. wrong. I don't give a shit. I think masks are stupid, but I'll still do it because it makes other people happy. I'm just saying in the sense of like. The uh, California sport rules or whatever the fuck it's called. Also, I will be brutally honest. There's a lot of people around here that are just not caring. Like, they used to be, you have to wear a mask at work, and now they're kind of like, you don't need to wear that at your press or at your bench or working (laughs) on this. Just, we'll yell at you from six feet away. (laughs) <laughs> they'll hit you with the broom <laughs> like hey put that on <laughs> that, that's pretty much how it is at my place to work just if you're near anyone put a mask on so what are you saying Graham uh, I mean at this point it's all it's all just Bullshit. flare I don't think there's there's any it doesn't it didn't help anybody and I, I 
truly believe it didn't stop anything that happened uh, overall. It, it, it wasn't enough of a difference. Your mask didn't gotcha. make enough of a difference, right? Well, that's because you're not wearing three, but I feel like we should circle it back to KOH. <laughs> this is an off-road podcast. Three? Uh, you need to pull those numbers podcast. up, bucko. Try wearing five. So the oh. other night when we did the, uh, oh. the watch party, later on, <laughs> me and Graham and a few other people were watching the shootout. During the shootout, there was also the uh, laser nut crawler course. That trail or whatever that they were trying to convince people to finish and name was the like it was fucking insane Just the dumb. first section the first section was cool it was kind of a nice crawly uphill section well, then they you came around like five minutes not even yeah and then you came yeah. into a section where there were six boulders that were perfectly spaced apart and then it kind of went up and around to the right it was insane i mean i don't even know how you look at that and go Oh yeah, that's a trail. Let's fucking send them up that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're watching laser nut chassis after laser nut chassis just get twisted up, like wheels like jammed in rocks to the point where the <laughs> only way to get them out was to winch them out and hope the wheel came with it and didn't snap off in the rock. <laughs> just time Very after true. time, probably for like two hours, just consistently nobody made it past this one, you know, the one point before. Uh, one guy made it up. Haynes. Um, I forget his first name, but whoever Haynes, one of the builders at Laser Nut, was one of the guys that John? made it up. A... I thought it was G- was it Jesse? Jesse Haynes, maybe. I think it was Jesse Haynes. Yes, no, it was actually it definitely was Jesse Haynes. Um, he made it up a good portion, but then, oh, dude. Yeah, it's just a t- <sighs> I don't. I I wish somebody made it through so I could see the line and then say, yeah, you could do that. You just have to not be an idiot. But nobody made it through. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> it, it was so upsetting. So my like one of my favorite visually appealing rigs and like seeing out there was Pretty Penny. And I've always looked at it on the internet just like, damn, I want that. Like that thing's sick, that thing's sick. <laughs> and then watching it get absolutely crushed by that trail, seeing all these other rigs that were definitely not as well Hell, the built. the ketchup or... bottle rig beat it. Yeah. Like, see, I think like barely make it up. It's just like, oh, <laughs> I don't want that thing now. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Which driver insane. makes a difference. I know they had a. It was a seventeen-year-old kid. In it there, wasn't yeah. a. He wasn't a, you know, long-time rock crawler. True, Dude, but then you had the twelve-year-old kid. The, the driver the makes a difference. It's all about the driver mod, but you know, nothing. Beginner's <laughs> luck sometimes works. I mean, it's hard to say because then there was the kid who's 13 now. Last year, he was 12. I was watching some videos before it. Forget his name, but he has a bouncer that has. Uh, he, I think he was the only quote unquote like leading trail or the trailing leading trailing arms or leading arms rig or whatever it was. Trailing arms up front. No, no, lead. Yeah, so leading arms in the front. Uh, they're and, still um, trailing arms or something. They called it leading arms. Either way, he made it within only like eight seconds of the fastest guy. So, it's skill to. I guess yeah. it's right, no matter what. It's well, time, I mean, but also... <laughs> it, the difference between his rig this year and last year... I forget his... What's his name? Uh, I'd have to look it up. I'm not too sure. Uh, dude, you are batting outside of my wheelhouse because I go to work <laughs> at 4 in the morning, so I didn't get to stay up and watch the anything on the shootout. I caught a couple of clips from it, and that was it. it was but that watch party setup. was sick. Yeah, it, it was yeah. a cool rig. I mean, 
I wish I had that rig when I was 13 years old. Hell, I, I'd take it now. <laughs> like, <laughs> but that it was, was a very, it was a very fun thing that you set up, Luke. That was fun being able to kind of sit in here, chill with everybody, chat, chat it up while watching some really cool. Even though it was qualifying, it was still a fun time. And then watching the shootout afterwards was really cool. Being yeah. able to talk shit and laugh about people doing dumb things was very fun. I don't think hey, that we. Clips from. Oh, sorry, sorry, carry I'm on. sorry, Luke. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, I don't think we really talk to like super boomers and shakers of the off-road world, but we talked to really genuinely good people, and it was a shit ton of fun sitting in here with them and a couple of people that listen and just like shitting around, playing video games, and watching KOH. <laughs> Solid. It was that was funny because when you were playing War Thunder, uh, Hackbar was like Luke crash the plane and you're like no i'm doing something he's like crash the plane you're like no dude i'm not crashing the plane <laughs> and then i crashed the plane oh you did <laughs> yes uh that was that was uh, a good one. um I, but, I, I was gonna say that clips from the shootout are pretty much the biggest thing that gets circulated all year long yeah you know from king of hammers we're gonna be no, doing no one cares about the fucking fight? races what about the fight well, yeah. Well, the fights go with it. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't understand the context of the fight. I don't I don't know if the audio was just. Wait, there's a fight. But... Yeah, there was a fight between like six or seven, eight people. It oh, was Jesus like. A... Are you Christ. talking about last year? No, this year. Oh, I didn't it's know about beat not baby. Yeah, the beat not baby Facebook group. Somebody oh, God. that's look. awesome. Um, I didn't know about this year. So I no. know that Hackbar said that he was going to be hanging out on Saturday to watch the big race with us. Anyone else here going to be chilling on Saturday? What, what time, time does it is start? It? Yeah. I don't know. I was going to show up around probably sometime in the afternoon. They're running on Cali time. We caught the UTV race at, with like an hour left when we logged on at 7 last time. So I'm going to guess like 6 o'clock. Maybe five o'clock. Huh. I'll have to uh, I... see if if I got time. I'm down to hang out for sure. Yeah, it should, it should be doable. Worst case, I'll bring a laptop over to Jacob's shop and we'll set it up. Yeah, of course the IT nerd has a goddamn spare laptop just chilling that he can like throw in the bathroom at the shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not the bathroom. It's the office. We put in the office. I have to tether to my phone, but it's okay. It's worth it. <laughs> yeah, fucking BCO. There ain't no fucking office, anything fancy. We only got two. The office is literally tankers. full of fucking mouse shit until I sweeped it the other week. Jacob refuses to move move the papers because he doesn't know what they are. I was like, just throw them out. If you don't know what they are, just throw them out. And, uh, yeah, if you, if you didn't now, need them. you'd throw out your fucking J truck. Just get rid of them. <laughs> Do not throw out papers you don't know what they are. Uh, but. Um, trying to figure I'm actually trying to find a video from last year to see if there's any highlights or something because this, I, this is my first year actually catching King of Hammers, funny enough. Um, I've never watched any of these videos before so it's really cool and exciting to see all the different shit going on I see all the crazy amounts of people there like it's fucking nuts oh, I, I love it I've, I've watched it the past 
three, maybe four years. I, wow. Like the whole week. Because before, when I was working in an office, I have two monitors. I just put it on one monitor. And people would be like, whoa, what is that? They'd be like, <laughs> Yo, this is off-road racing. It's really cool. Look at them. And they, they wouldn't understand. But you know, it's an excuse for me to have you know, one monitor with my sport of choice on it versus, you know, basketball or something stupid, which I don't give a fuck about. See, so have you ever watched any like the Erzberg races for the moto, like the moto, like enduro style racing? See, no. I used to, I used to like live stream that while I was in college, all that while I was doing all the shit I had to do. And now that's insane. It's literally like a week long rally race, if you will. But it's like the hardest racing of dirt bikes that you can possibly do. And they're, it's called, I believe last year's was um, from sea to sky. And it literally started on a beach and you went to the tippity top of a mountain. It, it was nuts. And like, to, that's what I was always, always used to watch. So now watching this, it's like, okay, I can kind of get it. Like, I understand the. The same point, but dude, these dudes are moving. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I I think I think I've caught at least one or two races every year for the last six or seven years. Huh. So I gotta ask, what's everyone's favorite races to watch? I'm partial to the forty six and forty four hundreds. Those are the uh, stock classes, right? Uh no, one stock is- and one's th- I like the stock and I like the super mod. Yeah. So, Two totally opposite ends I'm, of the spectrum. I'm in the same boat as you, Luke. I liked the class 11 race. I thought that was pretty cool with the little Volkswagen bugs rolling around. I mean, <laughs> I wish the production was a little bit better because it, you couldn't really see anything. And even it was a short course. So you would think that they would have it set up a little bit better. But it was nuts watching these dudes launch like 1990s Volkswagen Beetles. 20 feet in the air and then landing getting back straight and then downshifting to get some speed again then upshifting into the corner and then it was sick it really was very fun to watch yeah i, I didn't know. get a chance to see any of that shit but... I, I saw like the the after clips but i didn't watch it when it was happening um honestly i mean i love the the 44 class um you know the the super mod, but I think the semi-stock stuff is way more interesting to me because that just seems more attainable, right? I don't know if I'll ever build an Ultra 4 rig, but if I was going to build one, it'd be a stock class one because it's just, it's doable. Yeah, um, I know a dude that ended up building one of them. He's like a trucker, if I remember correctly, and the thing's sick. It's a Cherokee that's all... Well, obviously built, but like Dana 44s, 35s, and he beats the snot out of the thing, racing it at KOH. Hmm. That's pretty cool. How do you even get into that? I'd love to know how. I think you just have to apply for the racing series. Like They do... Well, no, because like you got to think of it, it's kind of like uh, motocross where you have your nationals, which is like the best of the best, which is like your 4400 class. You have to win. You have to get certain points to access it. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's pretty similar. You have to run some of their series beforehand, get your points up, win some races, prove who you are, and then probably apply. Well, it, um, but... what is it? There's, oh, God, Hack Shack Racing out of Massachusetts. I yep. believe that yep. they just applied and got into it. With the, You just have to have a vehicle that meets the class specs, and I believe you can embrace it. Huh. Nice. 
Um, it's pretty accessible, and I know, like, when they were doing the racing at Roush, they were letting people that had vehicles that would qualify in on the stock class and whatnot. That's pretty rad. Yeah, it'd be fun to do. My my rig's not built for racing. It's built for dumb stuff. Like It's built for driving to work. It's built for, yeah, it's built for those office drives and... <laughs> Occasionally carpooling not out of off road for a week. <laughs> but that's about it. <laughs> I'd probably build something different if I was gonna actually build a race rig. I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't like, I build a Cherokee. I didn't, I didn't build mine. I I don't know if I'd build a Cherokee either. I think I'd probably go with something like a WJ. Honestly. There was a lot of ZJs. I was watching a few. Um... Yeah, I was gonna say I would. I would go for something like um, maybe an Explorer, if I'm being honest. <laughs> okay. Um, you can have a lot of fun with a five O and one tons go Burt. Everything mm. else. Not if you're stock. You can't do one tons. Uh, what is it? It might be the four. I think the forty. You know, you might be right. I might be misthinking about the classes. I think there's one where it's got to have like a stock body, and that's. Oh, I think that's your uh, modified class. Okay. I'm not too sure on the actual numbers, but just from what I was seeing, it's the modified class because the stock you have to have stock motor, stock transmission, stock frame. Yeah, I wouldn't want to use an exploder on that, but for like, I feel like it'd be fun as fuck to build for like a modified class. Just see an exploder eating. It couldn't be a like a stock stock class. It'd have to be, you know, allow you to change the axles, allow you to have a at least a thirty-seven or something, and you know, require allow you to build a frame. Not even. I mean, if well, at least for what I was talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be dumbly fun. Come on, unibodies, man. They fold and do... Th- it's it's Although, extra suspension as it flexes, you know? You know <laughs> what, though? I'll be brutally honest with the... You could build something with a ZJ and have a shit ton of fun, because if you bought a Niner, you could have a 5.9, slap some performance parts on there, and the limit is going to be... You know, the actual engine itself, it's not like a straight six where, you know, 190 horsepower. You could probably get one of those things up to like 350, 400 with a couple thousand dollars worth of mods. Um, And yeah, you know, you got to use a stock. I don't know how closely they look at the rules, but you got to use a stock transmission. So either a 46 or a um, 727, I think it is. Would probably work pretty damn well. They use seven twenty sevens in those things. They didn't use seven twenty sevens in those things. I'm just bending the rules a little bit and trying <laughs> I was to gonna say slap yeah, as long uh, as it's Jeep. They probably couldn't say that much. You could probably put like JK axles under it, and they wouldn't. Well, oh I don't no, know there crazy... are dudes that are running Super Duty axles under those things with thirty fives out there. Just because it's cheap and it doesn't blow up. They don't care what axles are under it. They care True. that you maintain the stock style suspension. So, like, that's why the Toyota guys, I don't know if you saw, 
but I think there was one this year. I know he raced last year. He's running all leaf springs on all the corners. Yep. And... Yes. It was red, right? Yep. He broke on the climb, right, during qualifying? He broke I'm not sure, to... but I know he was running last year. Yeah, And I, he I put in a good fucking race. I think That's he wild. DNF'd, but... I couldn't imagine running leaf springs through the desert like that. You could, leaf springs all four corners is fucking hilarious to think of. You can you can tune leaf springs and get them to work pretty well. It's not. Yeah, it starts over, with uh, something that sounds like beaver, but I think with a D. Yeah. <laughs> and break out the credit beaver. card oh, and yeah. cry. No, here's here's the red. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, look at. Or, I don't know if I'm watching a yes, rerun or what I'm watching, but uh, it's it's up there. It's got all four corners leaf, and it just bounced as it went off a jump. <laughs> that is so not what I'm looking at here. Yeah, I must be watching a uh, a rerun. Oh, yes, it is qualifying. Oh, maybe. Yeah, qual qualifying for. I, I got a bunch of little cars going across the screen. Yeah, this was Yeah, yesterday. that's your class 11s right there. <laughs> it's hard to see them, right? No, I mean, it's broad daylight. Oh, then maybe you're watching UTVs? Mechanic I would special. love to build, like, a tr uh, chase truck or something for that. I would have so much fun with that. That'd be I rowdy. feel like it would be more fun building that than the Ultra 4 car. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this is this is what I'm watching. Oh, oh God! What, what is that? Are you watching last year's race? I don't know. <laughs> I got, what? I walked away from my TV for just a moment. What the fuck happened? <laughs> as long as it's not two girls in one cup, you're all right. Can't have hammers. 2020, the race. Yeah. But what are the wrong what, gear, what, Bucko? What happened to the life feed? For the uh, it ended. Oh, for the, for the chase truck. Why? What do those look like? Luke. Um, a truck with. Parts I on. do not know. I saw like rear track bars and all kinds of weirdness going on. I I'm not familiar. So it's it's the, not like a rock crawler. It's just like a, or is it? The 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 chase trucks are, if I remember right, are pretty much set up to run King of Hammers, but not like fast as a race. Yeah, but gotcha. they don't like well, it's. They don't run say Turkey Claw or Jackhammer. They'll like go to the desert areas around them because you got to keep in mind Johnson Valley's fucking huge. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but it the they they're there to support the racers. Yep. So th they have, like, extra tires, parts, fuel, tools, and shit like that mm -hmm. on the truck. And yeah, they, they awesome. literally just closely follow their designated... Ra oh, there it goes. Yeah. Our but they, they just follow their uh, designated driver closely to make sure that they stay racing for as long as possible. So can Letus they go fast? Letus, Are they like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. they, they can go fast. Not sometimes not as fast as the racers, but they also don't follow the exact same course as the racers. Mm -hmm. So they can kind of, you know, they keep up pretty well. Yeah, they're not doing the same obstacles. 
probably doing easier. Yeah, so. exactly. That was a long one. I didn't think I was coming back from that one. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome back, boyo. Oh yeah, oh, always good to be back. This I was a little nervous though. This the screen went very white. The TV turned off, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should be fixing that soon, right? I hope so. Yeah. Well, let well, me know. It was supposed uh, to be Friday, but somebody decided to not come down. <laughs> Friday night, maybe. I don't know what you're up to, but I'm not yeah, driving all the way to Springfield. But all right, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, the only problem is, do we need to have power? What do you mean? Wait, are you closer to Springfield than your place or your parents? I'm closer currently. Oh, okay. So just because I'm off ninety. How far are you from me? Like an hour and 40. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, eh, fuck it. Maybe I'll take the drive. Caitlin's coming up, so maybe we'll just take the drive over and we'll just set it all up and it'll be sick. Hopefully. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just let me know, and then we won't have to deal with you crashing every single time. That'd be exciting. Yep. I Boy, do find it's it kind of to become be... tradition. Yeah. yeah it <laughs> Richie, I can probably get your stuff set up so we can get you on a proper uh, recording setup as well. That'd be awesome. Yep, I can, uh, I'll hand over the parts but, for. Then that. I could stop sounding like fucking trash. <laughs> well, I mean, you are trash. Hey, did we cover you bought a truck? No, I don't think so. No, I. I th I think mentioned I mentioned it, something about it, how I was looking at the truck. Did, did you pick it up week. yet? I did not pick it up. So so Jeremy was kind enough because, you know, I got it from Jeremy. He was kind huh. enough to l tell me that I could keep the truck at his house because it's not in his way until I have it registered. So that way I could legally drive it the rough hour and a half back to my house. Nice. So I'm I'm in the process of trying to get it registered right now. I'm currently just waiting to hear back from my insurance company. Because, huh. you know, you can't register of the vehicle without insurance on the vehicle. And yep. they are currently dragging their ass because of the snowstorm from beginning of the week. See, Geico's been good to me. They're just like, yep, here's a signature. You can just put the car on, pay the money every month, and they just tell you what piece of paper to print out and you bring See, it to the rmv yeah, the and they're like RMV yeah one form. cool yep yeah. rmv1 so yeah would say if you need a ride it, out there i got you i i can use who, an excuse me? to go and yeah oh yeah totally i was actually uh going to ask you about that one once i actually like had a set time but it's like yeah i'm going to go get the truck now yeah i, I could totally go get first. drunk at jeremy's <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of what i was thinking yeah, um, you can't because you gotta drive home. I'm gonna crash on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> I can have know. a beer. I could have a beer, okay? I like to have <laughs> beer with people. Understandable. <laughs> oh, so sorry. do you think they run Johnny joints or Heim joints on some of these rigs? Honestly, Johnny's. I'm gonna go with yes. Uh probably all of the <laughs> okay. above. I mean, it depends on the driver. It depends on the budget. I mean, you could spend more on Himes than you could spend on Johnny joints, depending yep. on how much money you want to put into it. If you're running some FK special Teflon fucking, you know, super fucking joint, it might end up 
or Chromoly super joint, it might end up costing more than a fucking Johnny joint. I don't know. Just the thought. True. Hmm. Uh, I was gonna say it probably depends on the class that you're racing in and the driver's financial sitch. Although I will say I'm looking at picking up a set of Johnny joints for my lower links in the rear. I have a couple if you want them. Are they in okay shape? They're brand fucking new. I oh. expect some. But... Let's make some uh, off the podcast uh, discussions happen. Ten dollars. Hey, I've got $10. I'm looking for $12. I'm looking for $13. <laughs> they're brand new. $14, $14, $14. Okay. <laughs> I shit out of them for like three years, and they're still... I, I bought 17. them to replace the ones that I've had on my rig for years, and they they don't give a fuck. They're still perfectly fine. So I just have two brand new ones sitting. So if you want them, I'll give them to you for a discount. Sounds good. Huh. We'll talk about that off the podcast. Mm. But... Yeah, fucking, so if you were building a KOH rig, though, like, what class would you be building for? Like, right now, or, like, dreaming? Because uh, We're going to take the shackles <laughs> of reality off, and we all bought the game stonks, and they went through the roof. <laughs> 2022. <laughs> In that case, of course, I'd build a, you know, the no limits test. Yeah, yeah. 4,400. I don't know, I feel like I would... I, I... I would say modified. I would be tempted to build in like the 4800 class because you can have a lot of fun with that and there's no stickies in it. So I feel like that would be fun. I feel like it'd be more fun doing stock. Just like bare bones, you're sleeping in a tent, waking up, drinking a beer, hopping in your shit box and going, all right, I'm here to fuck shit up and whatever the other part of the term is. See, that, I, that, I don't that know. Was- that's my mindset, but for the modified class, where it's like a little bit more than just stock. Yeah, showing up, right. getting drunk on Jack Daniels or Captain Morgan because you got the blang blang and you don't need that there natty ice. Fuck natty ice! I fucking hate <laughs> that shit. <laughs> I will take water over Natty Ice any day. Yeah, it's just more calories than the Natty Ice. It's the same thing, though. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't, I don't know. Like, in reality, it'd probably just be the stock class. I feel like it'd be more fun. But you look at some of these 4400 series trucks, and it's just like, that's badass. You have your Legends class, which are pretty much five years old. 4400 series truck so it's like i don't know it's tough to say having all the horsepower and tires would be sick though being stuck on 37 inch non-stickies would suck and well if i was in the stock it'd be 35 non-stickies i'm just gonna say it nitto trail grapplers got the w's so just hit it. Nitto also it. lost their sponsor though for KOH this year, so <laughs> they still got the most W's. Yeah, ugh. but was it, is there a story behind that? Of why they lost their sponsor, or why they have the most wins, or why they lost their sponsorship? Oh, it's probably just their um, contract ended, and Toyo's out there just fucking throwing money out there i'm surprised it's not well Vulcan toyo the- and uh nitto are owned by the same company so, oh, so maybe uh, they just spread the so love this year. Some, like 
Yeah, they just kind of. It's like, oh yeah, I love Nitto's, but Toyo's coming in. Yeah, well, Nitto owns Toyo, if I remember. Or Toyo owns Nitto, I'm sorry, if I remember correctly. because Just like Continental owns General yeah. or General Tires. Hey, are are you guys watching this? They are running the fucking new Bronco on their qualifying course right now. Yeah, yeah, that's BJ Ball. Or no, that's Wait, no, that's uh, not BJ Ball, but that's fucking the uh, live stream back up. No, he's probably just watching a rerun of it. Oh, it's uh, Von yeah, Gittin probably. and Lauren or whatever. I forget his name. It's Lindsay or Lauren um, running it because they're again they're getting that. That forward money, so they're out in the Bronco. They actually did just, they did a really cool video not too long ago of like a head to head battle. They both were like, they both ran a course in a Ranger, then they both ran it in a modified Ranger, and then they both ran it in their own personal trucks. It was a really exciting video to watch. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think we sort of went over it, but I'll say it again. New Ranger, or not Ranger, the new Bronco is honestly like, that's an exciting platform to have available. The yeah, fact that they have a two door. They have a fucking two door. Thank God. I like the new Bronco. I don't like the Bronco Sport. I don't know the difference. I don't know. The Bronco the... Sport's like a renegade version of the Bronco oh, yeah, compared Ooh, to a yeah. Cherokee. <laughs> I don't and... like the IFS in the Bronco. IFS to me is just dumb. I mean, IFS has its place, and let's be realistic here when we are being objective and looking at it. It's amazing that the Wrangler is still solid front axle. Oh, uh, for sure. The majority sure. of people that are buying these are going to be far happier with the comfort than True. care about a solid front axle. We're random weird extremists in the automotive world. And this podcast is really far on that spectrum because we got two one-ton Cherokees. So, <laughs> hey, hey, it's gonna be three this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. you ain't wrong. Cody's got I'll one pay when tons. I see it. I got. Cody I got. Technically, has an axle at his disposal, and he no, you have two. You have. I have, I have the fourteen volt, and I have the sixty that I just have to buy. My thing is right now is my rig works. I could just do little things and then yeah. put Until bigger axles. Up, I wouldn't touch it. Yeah. If I'm you have like f- catastrophic gear failure, which you won't. I hope uh, so. Boom. I then want some. I want some explosions. I want some. You're not gonna have it. I am actively piecing together the shit to do the one ton swap. I am actively doing it. I'm yeah, still trying to convince him to go O five plus or to sell <laughs> me the O five plus truss and take my axle. <laughs> I, I I seriously might just go O five plus. I mean, they're fucking cheap enough at the junkyards. Except for Luke was literally talking me off a ledge when I was talking about buying O five plus. He's like, it's not worth it. There's no point. Why do you need it? Blah blah There's blah blah blah. There's a point. Factory thirty five spline. Oh no, but also like, if I'm going to be doing that, I want to just pop the tubes out. There's enough Luke room. No. <laughs> if I'm going to be a fucking absolute retard and re-sleeve it with half-inch wall tubing, that's being a complete and utter retard and not dealing with stock brackets. Hmm. Meh. I, I don't know. I'm just going to throw Yukon hardcore locking hubs on mine. Blow the shit out of that ring and pinion because they're not happy as they sit. See, I only gear my own gears. 
<laughs> it wasn't my fault. They were regeared before me, and they were done horribly. And this, the I, I did what I could. I, hey, Luke, who regeared that axle? Jeremy. Oh. Oh. Bum, what? Bum, bum. Graham's <laughs> axle or mine? No, not my axle. Oh, oh! I thought you were just Graham, talking about your Dana Fifty. I won't name names, but no, it, I had four Elevens oh, in it. It was what? Rob. Was it no, Rob no, didn't different. play Axel. No, I'm oh. sure Rob. Rob takes pictures. Rob of does shit work. Yeah, does good work. Shit work. No, Got Rob it. does good work. <laughs> just an Axel set up by Rob. He stopped yeah. drinking and he stopped being cool. I don't like Rob anymore. <laughs> he makes me sad. He only likes the cool rock crawler guys. He doesn't like us little guys anymore. No, he still comes around sometimes. You guys just don't come out to enough events. I saw uh, uh, for any of you because I actually went to shit. He Everybody invited else you and you rode with him. I don't want to hear it. It blew up spectacularly. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> hmm. So, hey, I can't I, say I anything because I can't keep a 4-0 in my rig. That's why I lost the majority of the trips last season. Yeah, you other slackers. You just gotta... True. I'm sorry. I just I keep can't keep his motor running. I just keep grenading my fucking mud. You can't keep his mud running. Motor Motor running. Oh, it's like what? (laughs) It's like that makes no sense. But okay. (laughs) No, I'm I'm pretty sure that my Jeep only missed two events last year, and I missed one. I missed two. And I went to well, I went to them, but I my Jeep was not there. The time I rode in Jucket was an NEA meeting, which nobody likes going to, uh, just because they're not generally that fun. I don't know huh. why people don't want to go to them because there's always wheeling afterwards. As long as you sign up close enough, you can get in and go. And I didn't want to wheel my rig. I I forget why I I didn't want to. There was something going on with it that I didn't want to beat on it so i was like i'll just ride with you because you've got a buggy and we rode in the buggy and broke the buggy like 15 minutes into the uh trail so that was fun it was like bad break like two hours getting it out of the rock garden fun my thing (laughs) is every time there's an nea meeting i pop a four liter well so recommend you all go if you haven't gone to one I definitely want to go show my face. It's kind of cool to see how everything works and, you know, being in the wheel afterwards is always a plus. Unfortunately, none of the NEA meetings have worked out with my schedule, you know? Yeah. No, it can be tough. They're either in a really far off location. The one I went to with Rob was in... Connecticut. Jericho, right? Was it in Connecticut? Or was it in Rhode Island? I, I thought remember. that was like just barely in Connecticut. It's over by Rhode Island, but it's just barely okay. in Connecticut. Yeah, and we, I think the wait. Uh, didn't you go to Jericho with him though, Jericho Mountain? Me? Yeah. No, we were at Shoots and Ladders, 